So we went a little bit out of uh, out of the order to get back to where we're holding now, which will be okay because because the Rebbe doesn't have in here Truma Titzava. So let's go to Pasha's Ve'eva. We're missing Ve'eva, Bo, and B'Shalach. So go back to Ve'eva, page Lama Gimel. Pasha's Ve'eva, we didn't do yet. Because last week we did Yisrael. Every Torah here is so amazing. The interplay of the name Elokim and the Shem Yudke Vavke at the beginning of Eire is very, very fascinating. Of course, Elokim is Midas Adin, and the Shem Havai is the Midas Arachim. So, Now remember, at the end of Pashish Shmois, at the end of Shmos, Moshe Rabbeinu, was crying to Hashem Esbarach, that since I came to Paro to speak in your name, it's gotten worse. Right? It's gotten worse. So, like, what's going on? Moshe Ben is asking what's going on. Like, this is a whole, supposed to be this whole Begula thing happening. Ever since I came, you sent me, and I did what you told me, it's worse. It's a good question. I mean, even though Chazal said that Moshe Benu got a little bit of a, got not a little bit, got a patch for it, but Moshe Benu was was asking, "What's going on?" So then, Vaera begins, "Vayidabu l'kim Moshe, vayomer l'vani Asha." Elokim is midas adin, and Hashem says to Moshe Benu, "Vayomer l'kim el Moshe vayomer l'vani Asha." I am Hashem, midas rachim. Vayidabu Moshe cannot be Yisrael. Okay. Moshe Rabbeinu goes to report to Bnei Yisrael, so they weren't uh, they weren't so dispelled from that. Right? They couldn't, they weren't able to hear Moshe Rabbeinu. You don't have the place, yeah, yeah, and they weren't able to hear Moshe Rabbeinu. They weren't able to really get this. They translate in English, but. A shortness of ruach, kaitzer ruach, umavayda kasha. They weren't in a matzav ruach to hear this business of of what Moshe Rabbeinu had to say. Umavayda kasha. They were weighed down with the slavery. V'yidabam Moshe l'fnei Hashem leimer. Hey minesol loyshomer leivech shmeni par. Rani aral sasai. So Moshe Rabbeinu says a kavuchaimer. He says to Hashem, "Is Baruch Bnei Yisrael not listening to me? And he wants me to go talk to Paro." So how should power listen to me? Bnei Yisrael is not listening to me. So how's power going to listen to me? Vani Rals sign my lips. I don't. Uh, I'm not able to speak. Vayidaba Hashem al Moshe al Aaron. It's now Hashem Yudkei Vavkei says to Moshe and Aaron, "Bitzavim Bnei Yisrael v'al Par Melech Mitzrayim," and he commends Moshe and Aaron regarding Bnei Yisrael and Paro. Lohitzis Bnei Yisrael Mevsitzrayim. To take to take Bnei Yisrael out from Mitzrayim, and there's enough of this stuff. They're leaving. Pirush Rashi, what does that mean? That Hashem told Moshe and Aaron, "Ve'yitzavim el Bnei Yisrael." Rashi says, 
Rashi says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron to treat B'nai Yisrael more gently, to tolerate them and to be patient with them. That's Rashi. So the Rebbe says, V'tzarech L'Havin. The Rebbe asks, V'tzarech L'Havin, M'ashaych L'zeh L'zeh. What does one thing have to do with the other? The reason the Bnei Yisrael are not hearing, the reason that they're just not getting it and they're not, they're not open to hearing this whole thing anymore is because of the Tzaras that they're having from Paro, right? They're having, because of their suffering from Paro. So Hashem says to Moshe and Aaron, you need to be more tolerant with them? You need to be more tolerant with Moshe and Aaron? What help is it how does it help if Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron are nicer to them and more patient with them and more gentle with them? But the problem is not Moshe and Aaron. In Paro, chas v'chila, Paro is still tormenting them. The problem is not Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron. Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron, you know, take it easy with them, be gentle with them, be more patient with them. That's not their problem. Their problem is that Paro is torturing them. That's what the Rebbe asks. Right, everybody understands the question? It's a strong question. So the Rebbe says, We say in the Birch Zashacha every morning, Right? Every morning. Hashem, we're asking you that you should grant us, give us that we should chain, one, chain, two, chesed, and three, rachman. I guess in English, chain, there's no real word for English, in English, grace, chain, chesed, loving kindness, and rachman, mercy. I mean, they're not really so, they're not such good translators, but that's the best I guess you can say. In your eyes, in the eyes of all who see us. Hashem, we please give us that we should have chen, chesed, and rachemim in your eyes and in the eyes of all who see us. Mitchila chen begins with chen, b'chaka chesed, then chesed, b'chaka rachemim, and then rachemim. Now we say this every day. What, what, what do we have these three things? Chen, chesed, rachemim. Ki chen hu roi what is chen? Chen means, according to Chazal, chen means when there's somebody who doesn't really deserve, who doesn't really deserve to be helped or to be saved. It's not really deserving and not really worthy. As Chazal tells us on the pasuk, v'noach matzachen. Shagam Noach Chazal explained that really Noach was not worthy of being saved. Even though it says he's a tzaddik, but for whatever reason, he wasn't worthy of being saved from the flood. Mitzad his own Maisim Tovim. 
Like the Gemara says in another place, A woman, even if she's ugly, to everybody else, the rest of the world says she's ugly, but she's To her husband, she's beautiful. So if you're going to ask other people to say, no, no, this is an empirical fact, your wife is ugly. There's nothing to talk about. We took a poll, and we all voted your wife to be ugly. She's ugly. That's the Mitzis. And, and the guy says, she's the most beautiful woman in the world. So you can argue with that. I feel Mucharis. Of course, the tzaddikim say that about Knesset Yisrael, right? What the nations of the world say about us, Hashem Hashemah's says about us. That's the... We are Kashbaruch's wife, it's Kala. Isha feel mocheres, might say schein beinaybal means the chain, a metzias chain. It's like Hashem's book made such a thing that 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 a baby is so cute in the eyes of the of the mother because if not she would kill the kid because the kid makes her crazy all the time. There's a certain metzias chain. What did the kid do that he has a metzias chain? The same thing. You don't have. You meet you meet parents, or grandparents. It's a terrible thing, but you ask them like, "How's the family?" And they say, oh, "I'll show you in one second. They go, "Oh no!" Then you want to run, right? They take out the wallet, and they go. <laughs> but nowadays they can show you on the phone. You asked me, you asked me how my, how the grandchildren are doing. So I so I, I just I just want like Baruch Hashem. That's really just it's too late, right? They saw all albums, all so all the pictures, and here's the same mascana. The ugliest kid I ever saw in my life. <laughs> so, how do, you, how do you have such a baby like this? But to them, this is this is Mamish from the crew from in the base I make this. You understand? The most beautiful baby that was ever in the world. So, he explain. It's a Matthias Chain. Chain is such an Indian that it's in the eyes of the person, at, but the person himself didn't do anything to earn such a look. To mean to be seen in such a way. It's a metziah That's why it's a lotion of matzah A metziah, like when you find something that's lost, you don't go around looking for law. It happens. So that's how it is. There's such a thing that a person has chayn in somebody else's eyes. Even though the person himself didn't do anything and isn't worthy. That's the nina of Noach matzah Not that Noach didn't do anything, but he wasn't worthy of, he was not such a madrega. He, he could have gone down with the, with the rest of the generation. What's a chen bin Hashem? Akasha. He has chen in Hashem's eyes. So I was talking yesterday and today also to the to the Einu about how a certain type of anhaga of Ben Omnachaveo that it brings a chen. It generates a certain chen. But chen is something that you can't explain really. Chesed, what's chesed? So that's chen. Chen is to help, to rescue, to save someone who who didn't do anything or isn't worthy of being saved or rescued. Chesed. Now, by chen, in the eyes of the one, in the in the eyes of the one who who sees the chen, there is something. Chesed is already what the chesed noidishu kuloi chesed gamlemisha ain't a roi. Chesed is bechlal not roi. Somebody, forget about Metzias Chayn. Somebody, Chesed is, a, is an act of kindness. 
an act of kindness for someone who is not worthy at all, at all. Rak rachamim, narachmim, hukvam ha'ur of bedin. Rachmim already is ma'ur of bedin, which means to have to have rachmanis is already there is some worthiness, there is something there. Rachmim is when the beneficiary of the kindness has some worthiness, and you have rachmanis. There is something good. So there are three madrigas. There's chayn, chayn, where the person's, also the person really bets him is not, is not worthy of being saved. Chesed is kulay chesed, although chayn, in the eyes of the other, there is something. Chesed is mamish l'misha eneroi. Rachamim is where there is some worthiness, there is some worthiness, it's a mixture of worthiness and unworthiness, and the and the Rachmanis says, "Okay, I'll help you out." It's Rachmanis. Those are the three madrigas, yeah. How is the Rebbe judging worthy? Whatever that particular, the Rebbe's not judging anything. The Rebbe's just saying that these three terms, in any particular situation in life, however, objectively, subjectively, it's uh, those are the three madrigas. In whatever that is that's happening at that time. Now, in the context of the parish, the Rebbe explains as follows. That's why we daven every morning in this order. And we ask Hashem, We ask for three. In that order. Now, the ideal, let me explain a little bit, the ideal situation would be that all of us would be worthy of Hashem's kindness. That's the best thing. Right? We'd all be worthy. The question is, how do you, how do you take people who are not worthy, whatever that means, how do you take people who are not worthy and make them worthy. How do you, how do you fix them up? Say you get you get somebody. A guy comes. He enlists in the army. Signs up. First day training. The guy's the guy's not the soldier. He shows up. He's not a soldier. You want to make him into a soldier, right? So you know they they it's a it's a pretty tough thing. They make the guy into a soldier. They beat the guy up a lot with all kinds of crazy things and exercises depending upon you know depending upon what division what army but they gotta whip this guy into shape that's how you make a soldier here you have somebody who was not worthy of being a soldier and through Yusurim that's what it is through Yusurim you make him worthy of going out and fighting on the front what kind of yisurim? Well, you do whatever they do in the army. I don't know. They keep the guys up. Uh, they get the guys up at three in the morning. They have them running with backpacks on mountains. Uh, they deprive them of food. They kick them. They hit them. Whatever they do in the army. I mean, uh, but they have to take somebody who's not Roy, and they use yisurim, tsaris, 
to make him roi. Yeah. To be to be roi, it's a good question. To be roi, to be, you see, for that guy, let's use your marshal. The, the, the guy asks for a million dollars. Now you know, you know, that if you if you give a million dollars to somebody who's not roi, he'll he'll take it. <laughs> you give him a check, you give him the cash, he'll take it. He'll say shkayach, and he'll and he'll give you the biggest brach in the world. But as it happens with many of these people, they'll take the million dollars and they'll destroy their lives. Right? She's not a clay kibble. That's it. So let's word it in a way that would, be, that would accommodate your question. How do we make a person into a clay kibble? That's, you're right. That's a better way of putting it. How do you make somebody into a clay kibble to be able to be makabel, the brachas? So we could use the marshal of the army also. The guy is not a clay kibble, and we have to make him into a clay kibble. The same way that it hurts, that it hurts the piece of wood when you make it into a clay kibble, because you have to clap it and hack it to make it into a clay kibble and beat it and cut it and sand it. You make it a clay kibble. To make a person into a clay kibble, to be a soldier, or to be somebody that could appreciate the million dollars, which means to know what it means, the value of a, of a dollar to work, and so on. He, he, these people have to be put through a certain amount of saras and yisar. So what the Rebbe is saying here is a very deep thing. He says, We we, we ask Hashem in this order, Chein chesed rachman. Ki lo mibay she'yev shalov aladin levad mitoich ha-yisurim v'atzoru shanasa es kol ha-shor leinu la-asoyz ha-shinei ruhiyim b'din l'chaltayv. Rabbi Yishlom, this is what we're asking. Rabbi Yishlom, Sofkosov, you want to make us into Kalim. You want to make us into Kalim. The method of using Tsaris and Yisurim, the common method of beating of Tsaris and Yisurim. Now, always keep in mind who he's talking to, the Rabbi, right? The common method of Tsaris and Yisurim, to whip somebody into shape to be Ro'i, to be worthy, to be a Kalim, a Kli. Shanas says, "Kolas shalenu lasas." Rabbi Shlom, it's not going. To, it's it, it, it's not working. To make us into people who are mamish alpidin, kalim that are worthy, for all of your brachas. To the point that we will be ruim bedin. Ruim bedin means a hundred percent worthy bedin. Legally, to re- to receive all of your brachas, yisurim tzaris and yisurim, it's not working. We're not becoming better. We're not, we're not becoming better. 
It's not making us into people that are kalim to receive your brachas. The Rebbe's saying is that it's crushing us. It's destroying us. We're not able to, we're not able to hear mikotzi roch ma'avayda kasha. Ragam l'rachamim. So now you might think, all right, it's not going to make us, Tzaras and Yisurim is not going to make us completely worthy. It's not going to put us 100% in shape. But at least it will make us a little bit ru'uyim, a little bit better. Tzas ru'uyim. The Rebbe says that Moshe Ben is saying, no, E.F. Shalonu Lova Mitochi Yisurim. It's not working either. In all due respect to Kaddish Baruch Hu, it maybe it works in the army, it maybe it works in other places. But because of all of our suffering, we're not able to lift ourselves up to a higher level of worthiness. We're being destroyed by our suffering. There is such a thing, Rabbi Shalom, that the suffering is so unbearable that instead of putting us into shape and making us into bigger Jews and stronger Jews, Jews who are more worthy of your of your love, whatever you have left of the Jews is less Shabbos, less Tefillin, less Mitzvahs, less of a Cheshik Tadavan, less of a belief in you. It's not working. It doesn't work. Not, not that we should be completely Alpidin, Ru'uyim, in other words, on the highest level, the ideal state, to bring us to an ideal state. Top soldiers, we're not becoming, it's not working. So that maybe you think that at least it'll make us worthy of rachamim, means that we'll be have some level of worthiness. Rachamim means there is some level of worthiness. So Moshe Ben is saying, that's not what we see. They're getting further and further away from you. They're not getting closer to you. Rak all therefore, what are we asking you? Rabbi Shalom, look at us to begin with in a different way. Why don't we start with chen and chesed? We'll start with chen and chesed. Which means, even though we're totally unworthy in your eyes. Remember chen, even an ugly wife? Chesed, totally unworthy. Why don't you try this, Rabbi Shalom? Even though we're totally unworthy, and we're not keeping mitzvahs, and we're not doing anything. We're just sitting here, we're dying. Why don't you try a different mahalach for Bani Shalom? This is what he's davening. And this is what we're davening every day. Why don't you try, just give us good stuff. Why don't you try helping us? Just be nice to us. I know we have no right to ask for that. It's called Chene Chesed, Chenami. There was an old, an old Paul Simon song. You'll forgive me, Lahavdom and Kodesh Lachal. But there was an old Paul Simon song, which I've said this sentence many times over the years. Before Slichus, that in one of the songs he says, um, "So here I am, Lord. Yeah. So here I am, Lord. I'm knocking at your place of business. I know I ain't got no business here, but you said if I ever got so low I was busted, you could be trusted. 
That's a, a sentence. From in other words, I got no business here. Like, I'm coming and asking you for Rachmanus. I'm coming and asking you for help. I know I ain't got no business here. What did I do to get here, to come? What right do I have to come knocking on you? Here I am, Lord, Lord I'm knocking at your place, on your place of business. I know I ain't got no business here. But you said that if I ever got so low that I was busted, you could be trusted. So I'm just coming to you. So you're asking for chen and chesed. Asking for chen and chesed. So rakdet neinu mikaydel nechen lechesed shav kishen ruyim toishienu. Why don't you try helping us out? Just like that. Just help us out. Because, I don't know, we're your children. We have chen in your eyes. We're your wife. Even though we're ugly, there's chen. Whatever the Indian is. Even though we didn't do anything, we're not doing anything to earn your Yeshua. But why don't you try starting off with the Yeshua? Let's see how that goes. Because the other way is not working. We're not getting better. Through the, through the, through the beatings, we're not getting better. You can see with your own eyes, we're not getting better. Your, 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 your Jews are getting further away from you through the beatings. It's not working. You want to make us into Caleb, right? You want to whip us up at the shape? It's not working. We're getting, we're getting further away from you. We're not becoming Caleb. We're just getting broken. So let's try this order. Try treating us that method. Forget about looking for anything worthy right now. Give us a Yeshua. Be kind to us. Treat us in a good way. And maybe then, or maybe then we'll have the kaiches to become a little bit worthy. So the Rebbe saying is like, why don't you make today a better day, Rebbe Shalom? In the meantime, nobody put on tefillin this morning. Everybody's too beaten up by the Gestapo. So you know what? Why don't you make today a better day? Send these Nazis away. Let's see how it works out if it's a good day. Because then maybe, maybe tomorrow we'll put on tefillin and we'll be more worthy. Because the, the old method of, of sending the Gestapo is not making us put on tefillin. It's not helping. So let's try a different thing. Let's try Chayin and Chesed. Just make it a better day. Good. A, a good day. Chayin and Chesed. Unfortunately, then a good day meant not getting killed. But good. It should be a good day. Then maybe you'll see that if Jews are feeling a little bit better and a little bit stronger and they're feeling a little bit like you're, like you're taking care of them, then maybe they'll be worthy of your Rachmanes. Maybe they'll become a little bit better, and then you could have Rachman. So that's the order. The order of if you, are, if you give us a Yeshua through Chen and Chesed, guys, you following? Chen and Chesed, just a gift, free, but not worthy. But then maybe through that, we'll feel better, and we'll feel closer, and we'll try to, to do some mitzvahs or something, and then we'll be, we'll be a little bit worthy, and then it's a Rachmanis, you'll have Rachmanis. Because Rachmim is when somebody is a little bit worthy. Next page. Because I'll call upon him, we'll be a little bit ktsas, we'll be a little bit better. We'll be a little bit better. Does, does everybody follow that? That's the order of David. 
Not only are the tsaras making it very hard for us to learn Torah, and to do what we're supposed to be doing, to daven and to do mitzvahs, whatever, to wash neglavas, whatever it is, the tsaras is making it very hard for us. But not only that, even the mitzvahs that we do, do, is below Ruach Chaim Oysim. We do without any cheshek. We're just totally broken. So we might still be doing some mitzvahs, but even the mitzvahs that we're doing, it's below Ruach Chaim Oysim. So without any chiyas. So without any chiyas, without any excitement, without any interest. We're too broken. What do you want? We're broken and we're down. So the mitzvahs that we're doing are shvira, tzibrochen and mitzvahs, and below simcha, without any simcha. Without any simcha. So that's what you want from us? But, so even, even what, what, the little that we're able to do that maybe should make us a little bit worthy into something to be kalim for your brachas, but lamaisa, even the little that we're doing, we're doing without any chiyas, without any simcha. So what do you get out of all of that? What's the gain? When I was, what, from the tsarist and the yasurim, how are we getting better from the tsarist and the yasurim? L'chein, therefore, kish'omah Moshe Rabbeinu, when Moshe Rabbeinu said at the end of Pashish Moshe, why have you been so why have you treated the people so badly it's an amazing thing why have you treated them so badly why did you send me 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 Hashem answered V'yedaber Elokim el Moshe. Elokim is Midas Adin. Elokim said to Moshe, V'yom elav ani Hashem. I am Yudkei Vavkei. Shemizeh yavo lebchinas havaye rachmim. So Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, You ask me lama hariyosa. Why am I giving them a hard time? Because this is training camp. I'm going to make these boys into men. So, the reason that I'm treating them with Midas Adin, the reason it's hard for them, you think I don't love them? The reason it's hard for them is why, to make them worthy, that, that, there should be some, that they should be worthy enough for Rachamim. Because if they go through the difficulty of this terrible slavery, in the end, you know, it's going to help them get out of Mitzrayim earlier than they would have gotten out. As we know, that's what I, they'll get out earlier, right? They'll get out earlier. In other words, Hashem says to Moshe Ben, listen, I love, I love them. And I want to, and, and and it's going to be good for them. You're asking me what Lama Hariyosa? I'm answering you that the Mida of Elokim 
of din, which means there's, punish, there's suffering, the difficulties, the slavery, the service, it got especially bad as it got close to the ruler, it got even worse, right? All of that is for the purpose of to bring them to a point where through all of that they're going to be worthy of the Midas Arachmim and they'll be able to leave Mitzrayim earlier than would have normally been. So that I will be able to show them Yudkevavke, which is Midas Arachmim. So the reason that I'm that I'm that I'm clapping them with Midas Adin, with Elokim, is Anihavai, is in order to be Megala the Midas Yudkevavke, to bring them into put them into shape, so that they'll be able to leave Mitzrayim, they'll be worthy to leave Mitzrayim even before the uh, 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 set time. Is everybody following? Yeah. That's the purpose. So that's Vaidabra Lukim. You're asking me, Lama so why am I make, giving them such a hard time? I told them I'm taking them out, so if I told them I'm taking them out, why is everything getting so bad now at the end? It's getting worse than ever. The terrorist says, I've got to make them into something that they should be Kalim to be taken out, to be taken out earlier. So therefore, I've got I to gotta put them through the Midas Adem, which is a Lukim. So the Pusik says they didn't hear Maisha Rabbi, they weren't listening because of all their suffering and their slavery. Perish. The Rabbi explains. So that Maisha says like this okay, look, I, I get it. I get it. I know how it works in the army. I get it. And I know how it works with a poor person also. I get it. You gotta you gotta get him into shape. Should be somebody works. You know, I, I understand it. But I want to tell you something else. I'm not arguing with you, Hashem, that there is such a method that through the difficulties, through the slavery, through the beatings, there is such an Indian, I agree that it's going to work to make them into individuals that are more worthy. In other words, there is such a mahalach. I understand. There is such a mahalach. And maybe, maybe that would work. And maybe in the world there is such a thing that through discipline and suffering, people begin to grow up and get into shape. I agree. Maskin. But I'll tell you this, Rabbi Shlomo. They might come to that level of being worthy of Rachmim. In other words, where they're a little bit worthy. But if it happens in such a way, it's going to be with a shortness of spirit, without any simch, without any joy. So what did you gain by that? You made them into good soldiers? They don't love you. They're, they don't have anything to do with you. Shortness of spirit. So what did you get? That's what you got? You got a couple of... Jews, so they could. So you made them into men, you made the boys into men, but now you lost them. Because they're miserable people. They're, they're miserable people. Shortness of spirit means whatever joy they had in life is, is lost. Belay Ruach So what are, you, what are you doing? You're making a whole nation of zombies? That's what you're going to take out of Mitzrayim? So you're going to take them out earlier. How are you going to do that? By beating them and, and putting them through all the suffering, so that's how you're gonna that's how you're gonna make them into into kalim. So then, what kind of kalim did you make? You made sabrach and a kalim. Look at them. 
okay, so they're, they're, they're going to, let's say they're going to now start to be better. There'll be something, they'll be, they'll be a little bit worthy of something. So they'll put on tefillin a little bit. They'll say a couple of words. So what did you get from that? There's no Ruach Haim. They're not alive anymore. They don't want to live anymore. So what kind of a nation are you making? What kind of a, an army are you building? In other words, they're totally demoralized. They might be in better shape, but they're completely demoralized. <laughs> they lost their Ruach Haim. Since the only way you, that they're being brought to this madrega, this level of, of being worthy for Achmim, is through what? Is through avoid the kasha, is through slavery and suffering. So, so what do you have from that? So now takets are Achmanis. And, they're, and, they, and they're, gonna have, they're gonna be on some level, they'll have some worthiness. And you're gonna take them out because they have some mitzvahs, a little bit of mitzvahs. Uh, and they'll be worthy to leave Mitzrayim sooner than, than they would have been. But, but look at the people that you're going to be taking out. So what's left of them? We're, they have no Ruach Haim. They're, they're empty. They're broken. Shem, you want to say something? Yeah, I think by Shotim Toshinav, it speaks about like how when they get to the level of Kotzeruach, even if like, you give them a good word, they won't even Right, right, right. He says that later on. It's like, how are they listening? Even if you're inside, you're going to take them out. They're not able to hear a good word anymore. Mm-hmm. A person gets so clapped, he's so beaten, he can't hear a good word. My father's uncle's own saying told me what, what it was like when they were liberated from concentration camp. There was no Ruach Haim. You, you know, you think that everybody was like so excited and so happy and skivaldic because they show some f- pictures of the Jews smiling when they came to take them out. My father said, it's a brach and a keila. They didn't know how to smile anymore. So what, what, they, can't, they can't hear a good word. A person can become so, can become so broken that, that you can give him then all of the kindness in the world, but he's not able to, he's not able to live with it. Because he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't know anymore what to do with good. He's so lost. Because you're bringing you're bringing them to this point of being worthy of rachimim through avodakasha, through terrible slavery and suffering. They're in a state of kaitzeruach. They're just. They've lost their spirit. They've lost their chiyas. They're, they're losing their chiyas. They're losing their spirit. So I understand this whole theological business about midas adin and to bring them to a place of rachmim and that you're good, you really love them and you want to bring them out earlier, but you can't stop giving a million dollars to a poor person. You know, you got to make him into a kli. You can't put a soldier on the on the front. You got to you got to get him into shape. Moshe says, I, I understand that, but I just want to tell you, you're not going to have anything left of them. Because by the time you bring them out, by the time you bring them out, they're not going to have anything, any, any Ruach Chaim in the middle. And that's really a lot of what happened after, after the Holocaust. Until Jews, until they were somehow able to bring themselves back. My father told me that 
after the Mulchama in many ways was worse than in the Mulchama itself. We can't understand what does that mean. That was after the Mulchama when they were liberated. In, in many ways, they were so lost. During the Mulchama, they were being tortured by, by Rishayim. And what are you going to do? Now they're free, but they had no chiyas. My father said they just sat around. They had no chiyas. What's left of us? What, what do you have from this? So that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying. There's a limus chus that tzaddik is that tzaddik's trying to help us out. So now something changes. You see, Hashem Zbach wanted Moshe Rabbeinu to say that, of course. That's how Hashem Zbach does things. He wanted Moshe Rabbeinu to, to break through that way of davening. So v'yedaber, l'chein v'yedaber yudkei vavkei, no more Elohim here. V'yedaber yudkei vavkei. After Moshe Rabbeinu says that, after Moshe Rabbeinu puts in that petition, so now Hashem Zbach says, that's, that's, that's good. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. Now you're davening. And now, all of a sudden, v'yedaber yudkei vavkei. Major breakthrough. Doesn't say Elohim. V'yedaber yudkei vavkei. Now things get rolling. Everything starts to move. In the beginning it says, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't want that order. Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to turn it around the way that we daven. We said, what? Chain, Chesed, Rachman. Not Din. But Chilak Siv in the beginning it said, Vaydabra Lukim. But Chakach it says, Ani Havaya. Through Din, through suffering and through slavery, I'm going to bring them, Vaydabra Lukim, I'm going to bring them to what? To be somewhat worthy, to the Midas Rachman, Vaydabra Lukim, Ani Havaya. That's what it was in the beginning. Through Elukim, they'll be put into shape and they'll come to Yudke Vavke. Not anymore. Now it says, a new way. Metchila Havaya Rachmim. Yudkevavke is Rachmim. Because they are already somewhat worthy. Because Safka Sof, they're still holding on to being Jews despite all their misery and suffering. that through all of their suffering they've already earned. Hashem is telling them, that they've already earned Rachamim. The Moshe wants to change the order. He wants to have Yudke Vavke. Mitchilo Havai Rachamim. And that's the meaning of Vayitzavim el Bnei Yisrael. And Hashem, Vayitzavim, Hashem commanded Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron to go tell Paro to let them go. Pirish Rashi, Tzave Aleim Lanhigam Benachas Vichul. Tziva, I'm sorry. Tziva Aleim Lanhigam Benachas. Hashem commanded them to treat Am Yisrael with gentleness and patience. 
which means that Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, Shekol Hanhagi Moim, that you will pile such a thing through your davening, that the Hanhagi, that the way that they're going to be treated now, is Loitaim Din. Now, and I guess in the future, that it won't be mitchila din, that they won't have to come through din terachmim. Rakula he tehebenachas. It should be benachas. Nachas is a lashon of chayin. If you if you learn the first time, look at the Moran. So you, then you know the inyan of chayin and the saf. Nachas is a lashon of chayin of mitzias chayin. So Hashem is told Moshe Rabbeinu that he's Megala now, the Indian of Chain, the Seder of Chain, of Chain, Chesed, Rachman. A new Seder of Ani Havai, Ani Yudkevavke. That there's such a Hanhage since that time where we can daven and we can ask to be brought closer to Hashem, Bechain, over Chesed. And that through the kindness, through the chen, and through the chesed, that will try to get better and will help us to become better, that will be worthy of Hashem's rachman. So that we can ask Hashem's baruch, even though, we're, even though we're not worthy of anything, help us in a kind way. Help us through gentleness, through nachas, and patience, and tolerance, and kindness. And if you treat us in that way of patience, and tolerance, and kindness, nachas, and so on, with chen and chesed, then we're going to want to become better Jews. Then we're going to want to get closer to you. The other way of Vaidar Lukim and from Lukim to come to you, Kevavke, Moshevenu wanted to be poil, that that's not a mahalach, that's not a hanhaga, that it shouldn't be a hanhaga like that. And the Rebbe learns the parasha that Akash Baruch was masking. Although, of course, they already went through all the suffering and misery. Mitchil. Hashem Baruch says, Mikan Lahaba, Ani Havai, Yudke Vavke. You wanted to say? Does that still work with our Marshall? That's a good question. I think, I think so. I think that, I think that, maybe, I think we could try to, to explain that with the Marshall as well. Even when it comes to training somebody, if the if the one if the one who's in charge, the the, the big guy isn't, if he doesn't if he doesn't create a sense of trust, a sense of trust, and a sense of camaraderie, closeness, friendship, and so on, and the entire mahalach is just the is the cruelty and the and the toughness that through that you really can't make a person into a soldier you can't make a, a, a civilian into a soldier there's there's a way again I'm, I'm not, I don't know this stuff I never studied any of this but I, I, I would assume that there's a certain cycle of how it's done we're talking about we're not talking about in the Syrian army we're talking about normal people nice people in the American army and so the, uh, the American army or the Israeli army, I would assume that there's a very big chachma of how to create a feeling of connection and trust. I guess they call it in, uh, nowadays more like tough love, you know? And that through that you could train people. 
But if all if all the soldiers feel is that this guy is is, is a Russia, he's our enemy, then you're not creating an, an army, you're creating all sorts of Rachna people. So I think any time that it comes to, let's say, teaching children, so there's this thing that they had, that they used to say, I don't know if they still say this, but they used to tell all these new teachers that on the first day of class, at the beginning of class, what? You have to mamish be unbelievably strict. Because if you're not, then the kids are on all over you. You have to start off Midas Adin. And then through the Midas Adin, you could eventually come to Midas Rachman. Because you make them into somewhat of something of a student through the Midas Adin. And that's what, they, that's what they used to always tell the teachers in the schools where they were teaching them to become teachers. First, the first day of school or the first week or the first month or the first semester, however long it takes, Midas Adin. Midas Adin. Because these kids, otherwise, they're going to take advantage. You've got you to you gotta beat them up. I mean, you've got to be very, dis, you have to discipline them a lot. And then Kulei Hai, they'll become a little bit more mature, and then you could be nice. So by the time it gets to, like, June 1st, you could be nice. You know? Maybe such a thing, once upon a time, somewhere in the world worked. I personally don't believe that. That... If, if somebody is a real talented teacher, is a good teacher, I think it's just the opposite. The beginning has to be a feeling of caring and of loving. So that the child shouldn't be in a place of kaitziruach, that they'll be able to listen. But there needs to be a shiluv, a combination, where the child feels that my teacher loves me, and my teacher is good to me, or my mommy, my daddy good to me and because of that they have certain expectations of me and I don't want to disappoint them that's a much higher level of teaching it's a much higher level of raising a child the old school was boom it was boom remember like uh, have my, my cousin Williamsburg was laughing because my, my cousins they were over once and, uh, and I don't remember which one of my kids, my, my wife was having, like, the kid was running around, you know, making a mess all over the house, and, and my cousin, what you, what, what's the matter? So we were training the kid to go to the toilet, right? So there's that difficult tkufa when they're not there yet, you know? <laughs> so my cousin from Williamsburg said, what, are you kidding? Like, my, my, my kid's trained, like when, like, when they're four months old, they go to the bathroom. I don't remember the number, but, like, so my wife said, how do you do that? <laughs> Works every time. Kid makes it on the floor, whack. The problem is, I told my cousin, I said, Yankov Shim, yeah, but he might have to be in therapy, you know, for the next 40 years, like at some point. <laughs> like, it worked right now, and, you, and the, the house is clean, I got it. That's good. So you got a nice, clean house, and you'll marry him off, but then... When it comes to his wife, it's going to be. <laughs> so there is, there is machloikis, you know, like this. What's, what's the right mahalach? What's the right mahalach? So there is an Indian of tchila bedin. There is such a thing. And I guess it depends on the level of din. 
but there's a different mahalach. That mahalach is try being good to us, try being kind, try showing us that you love us no matter what. And then we'll be yours. We'll be, we'll, we'll belong to you. And then we'll, we're going to want to be better. And we're going to want to be good kids. If you show us that no matter what, you're with us and you love us, we're not going to want to let you down. That's already a higher madrig. Yes, Mr. Was this like a prayer? Like, the field of Hashem was more like, you know, like, this is what the Mitzvah says now. Like, we're in this, like, because it didn't begin from the Rachamim, like, we're, like, basically, like, scarred for... Like, I know, that's, I thought about that. Look. First of all, everything in this Sefer is a Tefillah. He made all of the... He made all of these Torahs into Tefillahs. Everything is Tefillah. This whole Sefer is Tefillah. Every Vata Rebbe is saying, you see what happens. Yeah. It, start, it starts off sounding like, oh, it's just like old-fashioned Torah, right? He's saying, a, he's saying a, a beautiful Pshat. Then every single time, it has not happened to us each time, every single time, that he, by the time he's finished, we're all like wiped out. Why? Because he changes it, he shifts into Tefillah. Because he changes everything that he's saying, and he turns it around to Hashem's book, and he says, no. That's what he's doing. He makes everything into a tefillah. So I think that he was saying is that he was davening is that yeah we're already scarred, and we're already we're already we're already hurt, and that should have accomplished whatever whatever you wanted to accomplish that it should have accomplished it. But but Rabbi Shem, look and see that we're not we're not getting closer to you. So could we work on Plan B? Because Plan A doesn't doesn't is not going. It's not going. That's where the tefillah kicks in. The davening for Plan B, and then Hakadosh Baruch Hu That's exactly what I wanted you to daven for. There's a mahalach like this. This is how things go, and that's how I wanted you to daven. L'chein l'ches nerachma, and Moshe when it was given koiches to be able to pile such a thing, l'chein ches nerachma. We should be zayich for l'chein ches nerachma. Yadav Mark.